Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice podcast. Derek Larger joining you and my guy, Matt, from Inside the Horseshoe podcast joining me today. We are going to be breaking down the top five reasons why we believe you should be excited about this Indianapolis Colts football team. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Before we get into that, though, just a quick word about our sponsor. All right, guys, so... Top five picks here for the best reasons to be excited about the Indianapolis Colts this year. I mean, Matt was saying it before. There's a lot of them, so it was kind of difficult to put all of it into just five ways here, but we think we got a couple things down. So let's go with the first and one of the more obvious, and that is the new dynamic with Carson Wentz at quarterback. So obviously we're going to see a lot of different things going on this year than what we saw with Phillip Rivers, uh, a lot more maybe play action, a couple different uh, on the run plays, but again, should still be a lot of fun and exciting to watch. What do, What's your take on it? So one reason why I'm really excited to see Carson Wentz be with this Colts offense is, you know, like you said, he has the play action ability. So with Phillip Rivers, he would, uh, you know, he wouldn't really have the ability to run if he was feeling pressure. He would kind of just stand there. He'd be like a statue. He would just have to throw it or he would run like 0.1 mile per hour just to try to get away from the defense. Carson Wentz has that ability to where he can extend the play and he gives the receivers more time to gain separation. And we know Carson can throw it really good on the run. The guy has a cannon for an arm and he's pretty accurate too, especially on the run. So, um, I think that really excites me because it's just going to make our offense more dangerous. That's something I felt we were missing last year because we saw with Buffalo, Josh Allen had the ability to where if he had pressure, he could escape with his legs. Now we have that with Carson. So that just makes our offense a lot better. And it's going to make a lot of defenses, uh, you know, be a little more worried than what they were going up against Phillip Rivers, even though Phillip Rivers is an all time great. Yeah, absolutely. Keeps those defensive ends on the outside a little bit more. So, you know, that helps in the RPO game when the Colts are running the football. I mean, it really does because then you have the ability for Wentz to take that out, which as the defensive ends never had to worry about that with Rivers running it. So, yeah, like we said, guys, a lot of different aspects to this offense. But one thing that remains the same, offensive line remains elite. Quentin Nelson. Ryan Kelly, Mark Lewinsky, Braden Smith, bunch of all pros and really good offensive linemen on this roster. 
And then the left tackle position, which we saw from Eric Fisher, he was limited in practice on Wednesday, still a little bit of a long shot that he plays the opening game, but the Colts are very optimistic he will be back before the end of the month even ends. So, I mean, great news overall here, Matt, that this offensive line remains intact and might actually be getting its left tackle back sooner rather than later. Absolutely. And I, I do agree. I, I don't see Eric Fisher being back week one. Um, if he's back by week one after going through the injury that he went through, I mean, who is his doctor? Who are the people <laughs> We're that are giving the reaction? We're asking the same thing about Wentz and Nelson's doctor. I mean, <laughs> like, if, if my, like if I break my leg or whatever, I want a doctor as good as that doctor to come exactly. in and fix it because maybe I'll be walking the next day. Like, <laughs> like it's insane. So, um, you know, I think having Eric Fisher back, especially when we're playing teams like potentially the Rams, if he's able to come back week two, um, Baltimore, you know, some of these defenses that have really good defensive lines. I mean, Tennessee, you know, they beefed up their defensive line too. secondary, not so much, but their defensive line, they did. So having Eric Fisher back for those teams is something that really excites me. And it makes our offensive line, if he can come back 80 90 percent of what he was prior to his injury we probably have the best offensive line in the nfl obviously we know what nelson kelly glinsky and brain smith are going to do um i'm pretty confident davenport against the seahawks but adding eric fisher to that offensive line it like it has the potential to be the best offensive line indy has ever had yeah <laughs> yeah, that it does. Not only best uh, in the NFL, but just best for the Colts in general. You're right. I mean, even last year, uh, I mean, over the last couple years, we would argue that's one of the best that we've ever seen. I mean, I've been saying it all along. This offensive line sticks together. My gosh, this is like, yeah, one of the best offensive lines ever created. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. And then another thing to go along with the offensive line, Mac attack is back. That's right. Marlon Mack being back. Now, it completes this this running back room. We already know Jonathan Taylor. We know what he's most likely going to do this year. Going to play at a potential top 10 running back level. You have guys like Naheem Hines, who, who has improved as a runner, and we know what he can do as a pass catcher. Now, you and your third running back, who at this time last year was widely regarded as a top 12 running back in the league, even before that injury. So, I mean, just to think of what this team can be, and if Marlon Mack is even 80% of what he once was, my Lord, good luck to defense is trying to stop this. Yeah, I mean, just adding him to this mix, we already had, even without him, a really good you know, running back room. Uh, it was already a pretty dynamic running back room with different things that our running backs can do. Now you add Marlon Mack to the mix, it's already just it's going to make our running game even better than what it was. And honestly, I think it rivals Cleveland for the best running back group in the NFL. Um, we know what Marlon Mack can do when healthy. I mean, he's a guy that can get you a thousand yards a year like he, he showed he can do that. And you add that to the mix with Taylor, who should be able to get a thousand yards this year. Um, and then you have Hines out there, too. I would love it if we have like three running backs out at the same time on the field. Um, just so we can confuse the defenses and be like, okay, do we go after Taylor? Do we go after Mac? That what triple option stuff, that triple it's option college BS right here, right? You do, yeah. You're you're faking with Taylor, faking with Mac, and then you just throw a lop over to 
uh, Hines over here on the other side. It's like we can run like a Navy offense or whatever when it comes to the run game at times. Like, like we can yeah. do so much with this run game. And like, look, is there a guarantee Mar- Marlon Mack's going to come back as good as he is? No, not necessarily. Not the nicest injury to have in the world. But if he comes back anywhere near what he was, he, yeah, rest in peace to the defensive uh, teams that we're going up against. I mean, if he is anywhere close to what he once was, I mean, I, in my opinion, I don't even think the the Browns running back room comes close to what this this running back room is. I know Chubb, and I know he's he's in my opinion a top five running back in the league. Yeah. In my opinion, uh, I mean, just given what he's able to do, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Jonathan Taylor is close to that conversation with Nick Chubb, yeah. and he's only a rookie. And then on top of it, Hines. I mean, Kareem Hunt's a good runner. Don't get me wrong. But then again, I mean, I think Hines is a better guy out of the backfield as well than Kareem. And then I don't think the Browns have that third running back where they can, who's had a thousand yards in 2019. So, right. you know, again, I, I just think this, uh, this running back room is so elite. Oh yeah. All right. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball now and new life to the pass rush. Okay. We've talked about it all off season. What are the Colts going to do to fix this pass rush? Because this defense showed it got stagnant as the year went on because they didn't have an adequate pass rush. Same with the secondary. So what did the Colts do? They went out and got Quiddy Pay. They went out and drafted Dio Adangbo, who is not going to be ready until at least halfway through the season, but fresh legs at the end of the year. Uh, I mean, that uh, that's always helpful. And then they boosted up even more of it. You know, you got, uh, you got, you brought in Isaac Rochelle. Uh, Kamoko Ture is back and healthy. Ben Banigou looks like he's finally found himself this year. Kind of like what we saw with Taekwon Lewis in 2020. And on top of it, you and I were talking about it before we went on. DeForest Buckner stating all of last year, he was hurt with a joint in his hand where he couldn't grab things very well. And says, now I'm 100% and I can use my right hand to grip the way I want to. So that's even more deadly of a DeForest Buckner we're we're about to see. So, I mean, you you hear all of that, Matt. And what's going through your head when you hear all of that? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It, it just makes me so excited. Um, you know, Quiddy Pay being added to this defense. I mean, we've already seen what he could do in the preseason. The guy looks fast. He looks difficult to handle. Um, I can't wait until we go up against Seattle and then he just gets out there and just manhandles their left tackles. Um, you know, I think they're going to be caught off guard. It's going to be amazing to watch. You got Grower Stewart. You know, he's coming back. He's going to do the things that he was able to do. The Force Buckner. On his right hand, I didn't even know it was his right hand. I'm assuming his he's like a right hand. His right yeah, hand I is think like he's dominant. Right-handed, yeah. So the fact that he was able to do what he would do without his dominant hand, adding him back in there, 
I mean, he did that. He threw that guard the other last year with his bad arm. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Like now I can believe that the Colts are going for 40 turnovers. I, I know that's what their goal is. Now you have the force Buckner. Now he's going to be able to use that right hand that yeah. he really couldn't use last year. I mean, that is going to be just amazing to see. Cause if he was that elite last year, I mean, he has potential to be, you know, maybe next to Aaron Donald as the second best or even better than Aaron Donald. I know that's crazy to say because Aaron Donald is like an incredible player. But if the Forrest Buckner was doing the things he could do without his dominant hand, maybe he can. But I'm not saying it, but maybe. Um, but then, you know, we still have Muhammad, you know, Alkany Muhammad. I, I like what he does. Uh, Taekwon Lewis is another guy I like a lot. Komoko Ture is coming back healthy. That's something I'm excited to see because what he did against Kansas City was pretty fun to watch. So I'm excited to see him back 100%. And then when Dio Dangbo comes back, if he's what Chris Battler thinks he is, having Quiddy Pay, Grover Stewart, DeForest Buckner, and Dio all together on that defensive line, it's going to be amazing. It should be Dio replacing Grover and then Kamoko on the other side with him. I that, just, yeah. That's just my opinion, but I mean, either way, you mentioned it when it comes to Quiddy Pay and these left tackles. Uh, Dwayne Brown, the left tackle currently for the Seattle Seahawks, mm-hmm. he has not practiced the majority of the offseason and the preseason due to an injury. So yeah. all throughout camp and through the majority of the preseason, he has not been readily available. So he has not been getting the same conditioning. He's not been getting the same amount of reps. It, I, I, although Dwayne Brown is like one of the only few good offensive mm-hmm. linemen on that roster. I mean, it could be at a point where he might get surprised early on yeah. in that game by Quiddy Pay's speed. I mean, mm-hmm. it could quite possibly be that way. So we'll see what happens there. And then the other thing, not necessarily a Colts related issue, but mm-hmm. what we want to talk about for the fifth most exciting thing uh, about this Indianapolis team is how good they'll be with Lucas Oil being packed. That's right. No fans last year, at least to, for a certain point. We had only about, I, I think it was what, like 12.5% or like so. 20% or something uh, at fan attendance. I mean, mm. ironically enough, the Colts were one of the only few teams to do it, at, at least early on. And then, you know, we saw having a few fans in there certainly helps. It didn't mm. feel the same, though. But this next week, I'm gonna be there. I, yeah. I, I are you gonna be there? I unfortunately won't be. Okay, I, I was gonna say you're going to the Rams game, yes. right? I'll be at okay. the Rams game. Yeah, Rams game. Okay, and then yeah, so Lucas Oil home opener, first time having full fans in almost two years. Mm-hmm. This place is going to be rocking, and I know Seattle half the time just doesn't really care because they're used to playing in those kinds of conditions Mm -hmm. because of the 12th man over there in Seattle. But the energy boost and bringing the juice from that crowd to that team on Sunday is so important for a game like this. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's been like so long since we've had just full attendance. And I remember, you know, I, I watched, you know, like, you know, NBA playoffs and then, the Knicks game, Madison Square Garden, just completely packed and everybody going nuts. That just made me go, okay, when Lucas Oil Stadium is like this, 
for the first time, it is going to be absolutely nuts. Like I, I, I mean, I, I wish I was able to go because I want to experience that. But at the same time, I'm afraid that whoever goes is going to be deaf. Like they're going to lose the ability to hear for like a That'll year. So, um, Derek, I do apologize if that happens. Um, Ursay did deaf. say it is a sellout. It's he a sellout, did say so. it is a sellout. So I fully anticipate. I mean, that's why I'm getting there like three hours ahead of time. Yeah. So that way I make sure that I can get into Indianapolis because I know yeah. it's going to be packed. So, oh. Uh, but oh my gosh, I, I am so excited. I, I cannot wait to be back in Lucas Oil. Regardless of the outcome, I, I can't wait for the fan, yeah. the general fan experience. But uh, that's going to do it for this one, guys, for five reasons why we think you should be excited about this Indianapolis Colts team. Let us know your thoughts again, and let us know like if there's any that we missed. Shout out again to my guy, Matt, from Inside the Horseshoe Podcast. If you guys haven't subscribed to his YouTube channel, please go ahead and do so. You just hit 400 subs the I other did. day, did you not? I did. I'm at 401 now, and I remember we were doing the live stream, and I, I said, hey, guys, I'm checking the updates. Just so you know, we went from 394 to 397. As soon as I said that, somebody unsubscribed. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, they cool. always do. They always do. I was like, that's fun. Yeah, they always like, do, exciting. man. But no, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked I hit that, though. It's, hey, it's, congrats it's to you, man. Five months of hard work, and you're already at 400, man. That's crazy. I Thank don't even you. think Cody was at that when we when he first started. So, I mean, that's that's pretty awesome, dude. Yeah, thank you very much. I, I do appreciate that. And thank you, everybody, that uh, subscribed. It does mean a lot. Yep, absolutely, guys. Make sure you all go subscribe to him. I want to see him hit 1,000 before the game starts, all right? Yeah, there, let's there's do 7, it. There's 7,000 of you on here. At least 1,000 of you can go over and help my man out, okay? But Look. anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Let us know your thoughts. And as always, go Colts. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.